0: And Welcome to the Reorg Europe podcast, your weekly roundup of the most interesting trends and developments in performing credit, stressed and distressed, restructuring, and post-Reorg in the European and CMEA markets. It's Tuesday, November 7th, and I'm Andrew Ross. Coming up this week, we will be discussing Cigna Development and why the Austrian real estate company saw its bonds drop last week. We will then run through the key highlights from the primary market this past week, but first, we're going to talk about how direct lenders are dealing with the stress in the European private credit market. Joining me now to discuss distress in private credit is our senior reporter, Oscar Larecke. Hi, Oscar. Thanks for joining us. Last week we launched our Direct Lending Stress Monitor. Can you tell us a little bit more about it and why we launched it?
1: Hi, Andrew. Yeah, sure. So European private credit has obviously really matured as an asset class in the last few years, showing signs of resilience and continued expansion through headwinds like the pandemic and also the more recent kind of macroeconomic volatility that we've been seeing. Uh, However, while the market does remain kind of broadly optimistic for the future, um, we picked up in our recent private credit survey that many limited partners are now starting to get more concerned about the prospect of rising defaults in uh, private debt portfolios. Um, and this is why we we've launched the, the Direct Lending Stress Monitor. We wanted to understand how direct lending funds are dealing with stress and distress in their portfolios, and also to just keep track of some of the situations that we know about. So the monitor really summarizes a few things. It's kind of news, proprietary news from Reorg, um, as well as news that we pick up from elsewhere, and also regulatory filings, uh, which relate to distress and restructuring for companies that have outstanding private debt facilities. And uh, the first edition takes in 2023 up to date.
0: Okay, and what are some of the key takeaways from the information we collected?
1: So looking back through the past few years, it does appear that sponsors and lenders have for the most part been able to sort of find solutions for companies that have been underperforming. And uh, this is for a mixture of state aid, especially during COVID, Uh, Covenant resets, uh, commitments from the owners to provide additional capital. Um, However, as economic volatility persists and and we have kind of higher for longer interest rate environment, some situations have required more drastic solutions. And while diet lenders will all or most of them will still insist that they're not really like loan to own investors, that's not part of their strategy. Um, they are increasingly willing to step in and take the keys if sponsors are, especially if sponsors are failing to contribute financially to a solution. And just to pick out a couple of examples from the monitor, we've got uh, KKR reportedly giving up some shares in its German payments business Unze to the Unitranche lenders earlier this year. That's our Centro Goldman Sachs and Partners Group. And we also reported that HPS was set to take equity in Bain Capital's German e commerce business Berlin Brands. Uh, last month. Uh, One thing we did notice uh, is that a lot of the situations in the roundup, like the two that I just highlighted uh, with German companies, we're not 100% sure if this is because Germany has a bit more disclosure around these things, or whether it's due to Germany's kind of stagnating economy. But either way, uh, something to keep an eye on.
0: Now, you speak to a lot of advisors in this space. So with this potential for more distress in the private credit space, have you gleaned any interesting insight from them?
1: Yes, many advisors in the space have pointed out that diet lenders do face some unique challenges when they deal with distress. Uh, for example, implementing very aggressive measures against private equity sponsors runs the risk of uh, curtailing future investment pros- prospects with that fund, so it's something they're very wary of. Um, addressing a, a financially troubled borrower also requires a sort of substantial amount of time and effort, um, particularly if they end up you know taking the keys to the business. Um, lots of direct lending funds, particularly the smaller ones kind of don't really have the, the necessary resources to deal with that while still assessing new deals and deploying the fund as well. Um, but anyway no doubt the private credit market will continue to be tested and uh, we at real will be there to, to cover the latest developments.
0: We would like to hear your feedback to help us improve the podcast experience, so please take a moment to complete the short survey in the link attached to this podcast and let us know how we're doing. Joining me now is reporter Faruk Balak. Hi, Faruk. Bonds of uh, Sigma development dropped significantly last week. What's happening here? Hi, Andrew. Yes, that's correct. Uh, the 300 million
2: euro senior unsecured notes due 2026 dropped 25 points last week. After the company flagged its liquidity was thinning and that it needs to appoint legal and financial advisors to address that challenge. The bonds are quoted below 25 today, uh, compared to just under 60 before the news came out.
0: Has the company hired any advisors yet? Not that we
2: have heard of, uh, but there were some interesting developments last week. For example, key investors in the company asked uh, Reno Banco, the founder of the Austrian real estate empire, to hand over the management control to restructuring expert Ant Guywitz, on the other hand, bondholders have organized and appointed Kirkland and Ellis to advise them on discussions with the company.
0: Ok, can you tell us more about the liquidity issue, which seems to be the driver of the current distress?
2: Sure, so the early signs of a cash crunch appeared last month when the holding company terminated its commitment to provide 150 million of uh, liquidity support to sister concern, Cygnus Sports United. The e-commerce platform required these funds to cover financing needs of its entities. So, as a result, some of these entities including Tennis Point and Wiggle filed for insolvency and other entities are expected to follow suit. So, the market already had uh, an idea that there could be a liquidity crisis unfolding which could affect the entire group, but the real trigger came from the second quarter earnings report in which the company flagged its weak liquidity position, citing worsened market environment in the real estate sector and for development activities, particularly high interest rates. So the company's cash balance uh, dropped to 32 million at June 30th, compared with 43.8 million uh, the previous quarter, and of the previous quarter and 125.1 million at the end of 2022. The group also recorded uh, remeasurement losses from investment property of 189.8 million, compared with a gain of 21.4 million in the same period of uh, the previous year. Similarly, the book value of the investment property amounted to 2.138 billion as of June 30th, down from almost 3 billion uh, as of December 31st, 2022. Net LTV of the group stood at 57.7% as of June 30th, up from 5.5% as of December 31, 2022, mainly driven by lower gross asset value.
0: Any new developments this week that we need to be aware of?
2: Yes, just yesterday Fitch changed its senior unsecured bond rating to B- minus uh, from B+. Fitch said that uh, other Cigna Group entities have ceased projects and have financing difficulties. Um, Cigna Development does not have the same scale of projects but unpaid suppliers and bank funding providers to other Cigna entities may cross-contaminate and disrupt Cigna Development's projects and funding according to Fitch (music) ratings.
0: Joining me now is Leverage Finance reporter Beatrice Mervolian. Hi Beatrice, could you tell me what's going on in the primary market?
3: This week the primary market has sprung back to life after a quiet October. There are three bonds in the market from chemical company Ineos Quattro, upmarket Italian furniture design company International Design Group, and petrol station forecourt operator EG Group. The majority of the new debt will be used for refinancing and debt redemption. E.g. Group and Ineos Quattro are also marketing loans as part of their debt packages. Cooper Consumer Health is marketing a loan to support its acquisition of the OTC portfolio of Peer Viatris. And recreational vehicle company Thor is marketing an a Market participants have said that they expect a few more issuances to come to the market this year, with some expected to be dividend recaps as sponsors seek to cash in on their investments, even though the valuation gap between sellers and buyers makes selling challenging. New debt issuance is also expected to come to the primary market for SynLab at some point. Synvern owns about 43% of SynLab's share capital and has lined up a club of banks to provide financing for the take private of the German medical diagnostics provider. The difficulty over coming months is that there are likely to be specific windows of opportunity to come to the primary market, and these can be hard to predict. The performing credit panelists at Reorg's credit seminar noted last week – Any geopolitical crisis can effectively close the market, they said. Many issuers who fail to take advantage of the period of favourable market conditions in September are likely to to basically regret their decision to wait.
0: REORG is partnering with the IWIRC for their annual London conference. The IWIRC, or the International Women in Insolvency and Restructuring Confederation, is holding the conference tomorrow, November 8, and Riorg Shan Karashi will be moderating a discussion about AI in the legal sector with an expert lineup including Ken Bard from Freshfields, Lisa Rickleton from FTI, and Julia Marshall from Alvarez and Marcel. On november sixteenth, Riorg will host a live event in New York covering critical topics in performing credit. Riorg's experts will be joined by leaders in the performing credit space, including Robert Campbell, Managing Director at KKR, Bala Ramakrishnan, Managing Director and Director of Research at Onyx Credit, and Edward Vitor, Managing Director and Portfolio Manager of CLOs at NASA Global Credit. Register now at reorg.com forward slash events or email marketing at reorg.com for more information. More information on all the situations and events discussed in this podcast are available on our website, reorg.com. We hope you can join us next Tuesday for another Reorg Europe podcast. Until then, have a great week and thank you very much for listening.